My mum's podcast is recorded on Beerapai land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week, we're talking motherhood, marriage, and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 44 of How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by the Simply Business Summit. I cannot wait to sit by the pool and drink a cocktail or two at the Simply Business Summit. Please join me. We already have an incredible group of women that are coming along to work on their businesses but also to have some time to step away, to reflect, to be able to you know, look inwards, figure out what's working and what's not working in their business and in their life and to make big changes in order to make that happen. If you haven't booked your spot yet, we still have a couple of spots available. So I'd love you to join me. You can register now at simplystacymorgan.com. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the three things that I do. Well, I'm probably going to tell you more than three, let's be honest, because I started off by thinking, okay, this episode needs to be about shaking off mum guilt. It needs to be, what are the things that I do at the start of my day to in order you know, make sure that I'm stepping off on the right foot and that I'm not going to get overwhelmed with that, you know, incredible mum guilt that seems to creep in. Because I feel like, you know, we if we start the day well, then we are not going to kind of get overwhelmed and get um, steamrolled by the day that's, that's coming at us and by the things that the people around us need. It's so incredibly important to set yourself up for success and that starts with you. That starts with how you start your day and you are in complete control of that. Most mornings, you know, there's some mornings that Henry crawls in at five o'clock and needs to go to the bathroom or, you know, he's had a rough night and (laughs) those things happen. But, and I'm sure it's the same in your house as well. But often we are in control of what our week is going to look like, how our week is going to start, how our day is going to start. And I think it's really important to set yourself up well. Now, these are the things that I do and these are the things that work for me. They might not necessarily work for you and you might have others and I would love to hear about them. So please make sure if you're listening to this episode, um, take a screenshot, share it on your Insta story and share with me the things that are working for you. Don't just share with me, share for other mothers because these are the things that we don't talk about. You know, we'll talk about at what age our child crawled first and, you know, who's lost a tooth and who's starting school. But we often don't talk about what we do for ourselves as mums because there's so much stigma attached to, to, you know, talking about ourselves and spending any time thinking or, you know, actually doing things for ourselves and that, you know, I want to kind of break that down. That shouldn't actually be a thing. So if you are going to start this conversation, I would love you to tag me and I would love to hear about what you're doing for yourself to set yourself up well your days. All right. So I've yo-yoed between many different things at different ages that my kids were at. And, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself to, to have an incredible morning routine when your kids are really, really young. That's really unrealistic and it's really unhelpful, especially if you're lacking sleep, if your child's not sleeping well, if you're having one of those nights, you don't want, you know, the sound of that alarm to wake you up in the morning and, you know, you be thinking you've got to tick 10 things off a list before your child wakes up. That's not a thing. So give yourself some grace. Figure out what works for you at this period in your in this moment, um, in this cycle for your for your existence, and 
you know, do what works for you at this time. This just happens to be what is working for me at this time. I, you know, I've gone through lots of different iterations. When my business was growing and, and was in a really big growth phase, I was getting up at 5.15 for like a 5.30 start and working solidly from 5.30 till 7 o'clock just to get stuff done because I knew that I wasn't going to get time during the day because the kids were tiny. I was running them from one thing to the other. We were living with my mother-in-law. There was a whole, whole heap of things that were going on during that time that just led me to need that quiet 5.30 till 7 a.m. time to get stuff done. And it served me really well at the time. It was really working for me. I was getting the things done I wanted to get done. The business was growing. Things were all in a line. I don't do that now. At the moment, for me, because I've been in and out of, and you can hear it in my voice still, I've been in and out of um, a few different health issues in the last 12 months. I really, really value that sleep time and I'm not finding that I'm getting to bed early enough to justify the early wake up. So my, you know, my wake up time now is around 6.30, which it's only an hour, but gosh, it makes a big difference. You know, waking up with your own circadian rhythm, waking up with your own um, understanding of how your body feels and where your body's at. Um, It's a completely different, completely different feel and puts a completely different spin, not only on my day, but on the night before as well, because I found that when I was, you know, hustling and hustling to to get that 5.30 wake up or that 5.15 wake up for that 5.30 start, I was finding I was becoming really anxious at night. I've got to get to sleep. I've got to get to sleep. I've got to get up early. So that's kind of alleviated that for me. I'm going to sleep. Um, I still go to, go to sleep quite early, like I'm in bed at nine. Um, and I'm asleep by 9.30. That's that's my rhythm because I need eight hours of sleep. Um, but I'm finding that the the getting to bed process is a lot calmer than it, than it was before. So my wake-up time is like 6.30 till 6.45-ish. Um, I try and take a couple of deep breaths before I get out of bed. That's fantastic advice that I've got from Ali Garrison. And, and so much of what I'm going to talk about is, is you know, Ali's work. And Ali is incredible. If you're a mum, especially a mum in business, and you feel like, you know, the world's getting away from you, go to AliGarrison.com. She's an angel. And, you know, so I try and take three breaths and think of things that I'm grateful for before I even get out of bed, before the day even starts, before the train starts moving. I try and, you know, acknowledge that I'm grateful that I did wake up, that I am here, that I do have all the things that that I do have. And then, you know, my first point of call is a cup of tea. I have to start my day with a cup of tea. And so that is, you know, that is me time. And I try and get downstairs and get that cup of tea happening and made, um, in enough time to be able to do that before the kids need me and before the kids are reaching at me. And we've just got to this glorious stage at the moment where Lucinda's able to make breakfast for herself. Patrick's able to make breakfast for himself. And um, the two of them together combined are able to help Henry. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, I can't tell you how glorious that is. I'm also super lucky that Heath is, you know, Heath is on breakfast, that's his allocated time, that's his allocated space and he, you know, he's the breakfast king so he's well and truly on top of the kids. So I can have time to make my cup of tea and the, you know, the making of the cup of tea for me is is a big deal, the, the process that goes behind that, the pouring of the tea, la-di-da. Um, and then I like to take that outside because I like to, no matter what the temperature, um, try and start the day in real air, in real space, in quiet or in just listening to whatever's going on outside my door. And usually it's it's birds and ocean and all that lovely Australiana stuff. So taking a moment to be outside, to look up to the sky, to have my cup of tea in peace, to take a few breaths, to think about what the day entails. 
That's how I like to start the day. Then I like to go to my calendar and we've talked about this in so many previous episodes that I don't need to harp on about my colour-coded calendar again to you but that's really gives me a good indication of what my day is going to be like. I can see at first glance just looking um, you know for a split second at my calendar day seeing the colours I can tell what kind of day I'm going to have. Is it going to be a kid heavy day? Is it going to be a work heavy day? Is it going to be a deep work deep thinking big strategy um, day or is it going to be a getting stuff done getting um you know, things ticked off my to-do list kind of day. Is it going to be a day where I'm going to be dealing with lots of people? Um, Do I have lots of coaching calls back to back? Um, Or is it going to be a day that I'm in the classroom and I'm teaching with the kids? You know, my days are very different and and every day is different, but by just checking out my calendar, first thing, I can see what the day is going to be and then I can start to prepare mentally and physically for what that day is going to entail. So if you're not using a really good calendar system, whether that is – you know, electronic, whether that is paper, whether that's a big planner, a big binder. Um, You know, there are some really aggressive planners out there these days that have, you know, all the bells and whistles. Get yourself with something that works for you um, and you really make good use of it. So in in the morning, you can immediately kind of check out your day, figure out where you're at and then get in that headspace. And then, you know, I like to do the shower and the skincare and all of those things, but I'm finding that the biggest game changer for me, um, And the final thing that kind of ticks off my morning is that if I put a sports bra on first thing, I'm so much more inclined to work out before we take the kids to school, before I start work, before all of those things happen. And that might be a bit of an overshare, but I cannot tell you how much of a game changer it is. You know, James Clear talks about um, systems and, you know, not falling, to, not rising to the level of your goals, but falling to the level of your systems. This is a system that works for me. If as soon as I get out of bed, the sports bra is on, then I've like, I'm not going to waste that opportunity that I've gone to the trouble of putting this uncomfortable, hideous sports bar on. I'm not just going to take it off and get in the shower. I'm going to actually use some of that time, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, um, 30 minutes if I'm lucky, to be able to do some kind of physical activity in that time. I've had my cup of tea. I've had my breakfast. Um, and usually there's a little bit of breathing space in between that and a workout. But getting the workout in before I do anything else, for me, just means that the choices I make for the rest of the day are based on the fact that I got that workout in. So if I don't do that workout, if I don't put the sports bra on and then do the workout, then I'm more likely to make terrible food choices because, yeah, who cares? Why would I bother? I didn't even work out this morning. And then that is a flow on because then if I've made terrible choices, like let's say that I have something that's not a good choice for lunch, then by the time I get to dinner, I'll be like, well, doesn't matter anyway, this day is a write-off and I will, this is me. And you're probably rolling your eyes going, seriously, you can't, you can't pull it back together. No, I can't. The days are right off. Terrible choices for dinner. Am I going to have dessert? Absolutely. Am I going to have that snack that I probably shouldn't have? Yes, I am. All because of the sports bra in the morning. So they're the things that help me get my day off to a good start. And the reason I share that with you is because I'm sure there are sports bra type things in your world that if you make one good choice, the rest of the flow on effect is really um, positive for you and for your lifestyle. And it doesn't have to be the sports bra. It could be something completely different. But I find that in the morning, if I've had that time to myself, if I've, you know, had a chance to go outside to have my cup of tea, to breathe and to work out before I kick off the rest of my day, I find that I'm so much in a much better position to be able to serve my family and much better position to be able to um, lead my team and in a much better position to be able to run my business. 
And so I wanted to share that with you because I know there are systems in your world that perhaps are lacking at the moment and that is feeding that that lack of motivation that you have and that, you know, feeling that you're not reaching towards your goals. You've kind of lost that start of the year spirit that you had because, you know, the start of this year has been hard. And I encourage you just to pick one system, just to pick one thing from now, you know, in the next day or two to bring back, bring back that one little system that hopefully will have a flow on effect, whether that's, you know, cleaning out your pantry and and putting the the good foods in there that you want, whether it's prepping some food as a good snack, um, whether it's getting your sports bras out where you can see them so that you don't forget, whether it's getting the weights out. I have a set of weights that sit on our dining room table and they drive Heath mental. But I had these exercises from the physio that she's asked me to do. And if the weights are on the dining table, when I wander past the dining table, I'll pick them up and I'll do like 10 sets, not, not 10 sets, 10 reps. And Heath put them away. And I was like, don't do that. I need them out. If they're away, I'm not going to I'm not looking at them. I'm not touching them. I'm not doing anything. That's a system. And whilst the system might really tick Heath off because he doesn't want a set of weights on the dining table, for me, it's part of my health and my wellness. And it's, you know, I, I don't, I'm like gold stars. I don't want to let the physio down. She's put faith in me to do my exercises. So I want to do them. So I encourage you to think about the systems in your world and the things that work for you. Because if you can get your day off on the right start, um, relying on those systems and, you know, using those systems to to benefit you then that mum guilt is not going to creep in then that overwhelm is not going to creep in you're going to have set yourself up for success from the very start of the day and I don't do it perfectly every day like full disclosure it's not happening every single day and I'm not getting it right all the time but I am trying um, to put that sports bar on in the morning and to get my day um, off to a good start not just for myself but for my family and um, for my husband as well because I want to be here for a, for a little while longer thank you so much for listening to today's episode it has been brought to you by the Simply Business Summit that is also something that I'm doing for myself that is going to give me a chance to re-engage and to reignite and to re-energize heading to the Simply Business Summit in June. I do hope that you can join me. We will be sitting around um, the pool drinking cocktails for some of the time, but there will be a, a, like a boatload of learning that is going to go along with it in terms of um, business growth and in terms of your own personal growth as well. So I do hope you can um, join us. You can register now at simplystacymorgan.com. And of course, if you loved this episode, please share it with someone else that you think needs a good system in their life, somebody that you think um, could benefit from hearing it. If you're listening to it on your phone, please grab your phone right now, put it in your hand unless you're driving, um, take a screenshot and stick that um, on your Insta story and tag me, please, um, so that we can share the love of the podcast with um, so many more people. I do appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, And as we are heading towards a year worth of episodes, can you even believe that? I do hope that you can reach out and let me know which ones have been most powerful for you so that we can highlight them in a little bit of a, um, a celebration reel. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one on one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 